Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Come on. Wake up, mommy. Look at me. Wake up. You gonna go play in school? Why don't you want to go? Why? Why? It took a while for Rose Rodriguez to coax her daughters out of bed that day. Three-year-old Alejandra and 12-year-old Terry share a bed, and 13-year-old Yalitza sleeps on the couch. Rose is a 37-year-old single mom with three daughters. At the beginning of the year, she had a routine going. She would drop off her youngest, Alejandra, at daycare and then clock into work at the Los Angeles International Airport. Things weren't amazing, but Rose and her family did okay. Until the pandemic hit. Since April, Rose has been struggling to put food on the table. Breakfast is what she scrounged up from the day before. This fall, a CNN team followed Rose as she went about her morning routine. We're going to have cereal that we got from school with some milk. I'll be the breakfast for today. And Rose, what do you eat? Mm, well, whatever I feed the girls and whatever they have left, then I'll eat it. When the children are done, they pass her the cereal cup, and Rose finishes the scraps. Thank you, Mom. Here, put this in the sink, babe. That was very nice of you daughters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They know. It's tough to hear, but it isn't just Rose's story. It's the story now of millions of American families. Across the country, tens of millions of Americans have lost some of their income due to the pandemic. And many are struggling to put food on the table. My colleague, CNN senior national correspondent Kyung Law, has been doing some incredible reporting about people whose lives have been devastated by the economic fallout from the pandemic. Kyung spoke to Rose at the end of September, and today, she'll be our guide. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Um, so can you just show me around your kitchen a little bit? Sure. Well, this is my freezer. This is what we get from school, from the grab-to-go, chicken tenders with corn. That's what they gave us yesterday. At the end of September, I visited Rose Rodriguez and her family. I was there with my producer and crew to film a day in Rose's life for CNN. Rose lives in a two-bedroom apartment in South Los Angeles. It's a low-income neighborhood with a mostly Hispanic and Black population. Her place is not far from the L.A. airport where she used to work. She's learned to tune out the sound of the planes flying loudly overhead. And then my, my pantry, sugar, and that's all I have. And how long does this last? 
for right now, probably a week, depending on how I will extend it. Before coronavirus was this full? Everything was full. You had a full shelf. waters, no. Before the pandemic, Rose worked for Qantas Airlines. She helped with transporting the cargo from planes. But on March 24th, she was furloughed. Why did they furlough you? Because of the pandemic. We get cargo from China. We get cargo from London. We got from Hong Kong. So the port's not open for air. So that's what they had to let us go. At first, Rose was optimistic. After all, getting furloughed was temporary. At least she wasn't laid off like some other colleagues. But then when they said, okay, well, we'll call you back in April so you could come back. They say exactly April 15th. And I'm like, oh, four days before my birthday. They're like, that's what you want your present on? I said, yeah. They never called me back. When her birthday rolled around in April, Rose was not only out of a job, she had also lost her car, a lot of her furniture, and was behind on rent. And then can you show me your daughter's room? Well, before the girls had bunk beds and the furniture store, so if, if you don't have money to pay it, then give us back the bunk bed. So, so they took gave, the bunk beds? They took the bunk beds with the bed. I found this on the trash, and I gave it for my daughter. It's all squeaky and, and everything, but she could still sleep on it. The bed squeaked when Rose touched it. There were no sheets covering the mattress. You found this on the street? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to let my daughter sleep on the floor. I prefer for me to sleep on the floor than for them. It's not their fault, you know? I get really sentimental because they shouldn't go through this. They don't have to be worried, like, how are you going to eat the next day? Like, or has my mom eaten? And they shouldn't worry about that. Like, I should be working. And they should be just worried about school and their futures. It just hurts. Rose isn't alone. Nationwide, 11 million Americans remain unemployed. About one-third of them have been out of work for at least 27 weeks. That's more than six months. As the pandemic drags on, a growing number of Americans are exhausting their state unemployment benefits and shifting to additional federal payments. But even that extra cushion won't last much longer. The benefits provided by Congress run out at the end of the year, potentially leaving millions of people without a financial lifeline. On top of this, for many people who are supposed to be getting unemployment benefits, those checks never materialized in the first place. Rose, for example, had applied. The California State Unemployment Agency struggled to process the sheer number of applications. So Rose says she never got a cent. To this day, California still has a backlog of hundreds of thousands of workers waiting for their checks. With no end in sight for COVID-19, more families could go hungry. You know, you're thinking of that family who already has a job. Maybe working in a restaurant, in a factory, but they were still dependent on us for food. That's Mortimer Jones, executive director of the Salvation Army Seaman Family Community Center, where Rose gets her food. You see... We actually are able to give them food so they can take the small money they earn to keep the lights on, to buy school supplies, to pay for rent. But all of a sudden, they no longer have that job. And it is not like it happened for a week or two weeks. It's been happening for months. 
Just to give you an idea of the surging demand at the South LA Center, the number of clients in the first nine months of the year has increased from nearly 16,000 people in 2019 to nearly 168,000 in 2020. They're not only hungry, but there's pain. They're scared because they're not sure what happens tomorrow. We have families that have no idea where the next meal is coming from. We have kids who this afternoon will leave here and if it is not for the meal that we're going to give them, we'll go home hungry. Rose and her daughters are one of the families who now rely on the South Los Angeles Salvation Army Center. What I get from Salvation Army, it will last me for a whole week, then go back again. So it's like me leaving off a box every week. Like people live check after check after check. Now I'm leaving boxes after boxes after boxes. There, there are a lot of people who line up for the free food. Yes, a lot of people sign up. So when you look at their faces, what do you think? When you look at the lines of people? That they're struggling too. That they're struggling and they need it as well as I do. The day of the interview, I followed Rose and Alejandra as they walked over to the center to collect her box of food. It's right around the block from their apartment. Little Alejandra diligently helped to push the grocery cart as tall as herself. Good morning, Tori. Good, good. Okay, I'm going to sit it on the table. Okay. Thank you. So this is what I get. There's cereal, jelly, milk, canned food, chicken, noodle soup, and then like you say, hygiene stuff. Back at home, they unpack the week's box together. Look, here's the spaghetti. Look. More mac and cheese. More mac and cheese for me. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. I like jelly too. <laughs> Another peanut butter. Something as simple as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich brought such joy to Alejandra. Do your daughters understand why they're eating the food that they eat? My youngest, she wants what she sees. It's really hard because she doesn't, she still has that mentality of a kid that she could get everything that she wants. So I have to tell her, Mommy, not right now, or I have to tell her tomorrow. Tomorrow. And every day it's tomorrow? Yeah, everything's tomorrow. How long can you hold on like this? I don't know how long. The good thing that I have talked to the landlord and I have at least a roof under for my girls. If I don't have a roof, I don't have a car. Where am I going to be? Joining the people who are homeless outside? With three of my girls? No. I can't. I can't be in the street with them. Wow, you've really thought it through. Yeah. And when we go to the laundromat, we see homeless washing themselves. And I see, you know, I'm like, damn, one day... If I don't go back to work, I'm going to be one of them. Rose didn't end up on the streets. Since CNN aired her story in October, she's received tremendous support from kind-hearted people across the country. One of the 50 job applications she did finally came through. 
So now she's back at a different position at the Los Angeles International Airport. Rose is actually doing really well now, and she's immensely grateful for all the kindness she's received. But individual kindness cannot and should not replace institutional support. COVID unemployment benefits are expiring at the end of the year. But for months now, Congress has not been able to agree on another coronavirus relief bill. That means more people will be left hanging and Americans will continue to go hungry. That was CNN senior national correspondent Kyung Law. You know, it's been such a difficult year, obviously, full of loss for so many people. So as we celebrate this holiday season, let's also remember to be there for each other. We're all in this together. Be kind. I've said it so many times. I'll say it so many more. I'll be there for you. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.